Hey investors, on today's episode, I want to talk about 1031 exchanges, what they are and why they're utilized. Now, before we continue, of course, I'm not a tax professional, so please seek personalized tax advice before making decisions that involve 1031 exchanges or any taxable event. Building passive income and wealth through real estate is sponsored by our company, Perpetual Wealth Capital, where we help everyday people just like you build generational wealth and cash flow by passively investing in the very best multifamily opportunities. Download our free ebook, The Definitive Guide to Building Generational Wealth and Passive Cash Flow Through Multifamily Real Estate by either clicking the link in the show notes or visiting thedefinitiveguidebook.com. A 1031 exchange allows investors to exchange one investment property for another and defer their capital gains taxes and their depreciation taxes until that next property is sold. So investors can avoid paying these taxes and essentially defer them until their next property is sold. But there's even options for you to continue doing this essentially indefinitely. Let's go by an example and let's say that you right now own a small duplex and you want to sell it and use that cash to buy a fourplex. Well, you can sell that duplex and avoid paying taxes on the capital gains from the sale as long as you use that money for a like kind purchase, which we're going to talk about in more detail in a little bit, which means a property similar. So in this case, let's say you're going to buy a fourplex. Now, your tax bill won't come due until you sell that fourplex. However, if it comes time to sell that fourplex and you decide, well, you want to use that money and buy an eight unit property, you can continue rolling over your cash from the sale of that, the fourplex into your eight unit property, essentially kicking the can down the road of paying your taxes. And as it stands right now, you can do this indefinitely. Now, here are seven rules that you need to take advantage of this. First is you must use a qualified intermediary. Now, this intermediary takes the funds from your property, let's say property number one, uh, and keeps them in an escrow account and manages the exchange, of course, for a fee. Now, typically, your title company would offer this or at least have a great referral for you, and they manage the transaction, and they hold on to the money to make sure that it's being used in a qualifying property. Now, the second is that qualifying property. You must use the proceeds to buy a like-kind property. Now, the property you're selling has to be an investment property and you have to be purchasing an investment property. You can't sell your primary residence and use it as an exchange and you can't sell an investment property to buy a primary residence for. Now, you can even jump between investment property types. Um, You're buying multifamily and let's say exchanging it into retail or even a single family home and buying multifamily or buying warehouses. The only thing to note here in asset class changes is if you are selling an asset with depreciating assets like apartments or a home and you buy raw land which does not have depreciated items, you'll have that depreciation recapture taxes to pay. Now the third is title of both properties must be held within the same name or entity. So this is either going to be your name or most likely it's a business name or an LLC. Now where it gets a little trickier is if you're looking at a syndication. If you have an LLC, let's call it ABC LLC, and you want to use that same ABC LLC and exchange it into another property, you want to 1031 into a syndication where essentially you pool money with other investors and buy a larger property, you'll use a structure called tenants in common, meaning ABC LLC, which is your LLC, will be on the title along with the LLC that the sponsors create for the investment. So you can still take a passive role, 
but exchange your money. You can also do this on the back end with what's called a drop and swap in a syndication where let's say there's 10 members and not all of them want to do a 1031 exchange. Well, you can drop the members that don't want to do the 1031 or want to get out of the investment and then keep the others who want to roll over in a 1031. Definitely something a little bit more complicated and you want to have an attorney do this personally for you or a qualified individual. Now, the fourth is the new property must be greater than or equal to value than the previous property. Now, this is in debt and price. So if you have a million dollar property with $500,000 of debt on it, you'll need to buy an asset over a million dollars with more than $500,000 of debt. Now, the fifth rule is you must identify a property within 45 days. Now, this doesn't mean you have to purchase the property within 45 days, but you can identify, let's say, a few properties that you're making offers on or you're pursuing getting these under contract in good faith. You have at least 45 days to at least identify properties. Now, the sixth rule, you must purchase that property within 180 days. So you must close on the new property. If you go past this time period, you're going to end up paying capital gains taxes. Now, the seventh rule is all proceeds of the sale should be transferred over to the new property. So if you keep proceeds that you didn't put into the next property, you'd be subject to taxes on that amount that you didn't roll over into the next. So let's say you sold property number one and you gained $100,000 of it. Well, if you put all $100,000 into a second property, you would pay no taxes. But let's say you only use $80,000 to buy property number two. In that scenario, you'd be paying taxes on the $20,000 left over. Now, again, please consult your tax advisor before you put a 1031 exchange in motion. And I hope you got some value out of this episode. But this is something that's heavily influenced by federal governments. Right now, Biden administration is talking about making some changes to these laws. So stay on top of the most current rules and regulations as we may see some changes coming down the pipe and continue to keep your attention on this topic as new administrations come and go. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.